0: hello everyone it's your lovely host the rambling ravenclaw as you're listening to this just so you know i do not share the same views as jk rowling i don't (laughs) but that being said harry potter is a very important part in my life and i will be talking about something really special today and that is books and you're probably thinking wow a ravenclaw talking about books what a surprise she probably has loved books since she was born it's not like that hard to read. Well, excuse me a moment, pause, get rid of that negativity. I have a story time for you. My parents are both avid readers. I myself love to read. My brother does not like to read. It's fine, if you don't like to read, then don't listen to this episode and just move on. Um, but my dad, who I like to call Zub, or some people call him Buzz, because he served in the Navy, I'm not saying his real name, because I don't know how he'd feel about his real name being put out there. (laughs) I know he doesn't care if I talk about how much he loves books. It's just, I don't want to get that out there. And also, nicknames are fun, right? I enjoy having nicknames. But anyway, back to the story. I struggled to read when I was younger, like, really struggled. (laughs) Some might call it a learning difficulty, but, excuse me if you heard me crack my knuckles, (laughs) but. I struggle to read. I really struggle sometimes with reading comprehension if it's a book that's a little higher than I like to read. So that's why I stick usually to young adult fiction and a lot of self-help books. Yes, self-help is important. (laughs) Self-care is really important, I promise. But um, I really enjoy reading now. And a lot of people when I was younger told me I would never learn to read or that I would never be able to be successful in life because I struggled to read or write your girl right now loves to read. She's reading currently three books at once right now because she can't focus on all of them at once. But I enjoy reading a lot. Um, I had what people call the learning challenge and that prevented me with a lot of things and but I adjusted and I persevered over my adversities today. So today I'm going to talk about though some of my favorite young adult fiction books. If you don't like reading Sorry this episode's not for you today. <laughs> I really apologize. But I'm here to talk about my favorite books today. What's your favorite book is something I really want to know. In the comments, send me a little comment saying your favorite book. It doesn't. If it's one of the books I mentioned, great. <laughs> Give me a like and rate me a five-star review. Those really help me out. But anyway, we're going to get back to the books. Uh, I've had a lot of hard times reading, so... So back to the story about when I was writing. I love to read some of the books I fav- My top five books of young adult, at least on the top of my head. I have plenty of recommendations. Don't you worry. Your girl loves to read young adult fiction. So if you're thinking, my kid hates to read, what can I make them read? What can I make them read? They're not going to read. Well, guess what? Me and my guy, aka Lovey, who I like to call Lovey a lot, loves to read young adult fiction, too he and i both share the same love and we love finding more and recommending him to people so if you're interested i'd love to have him on here but if you want him to be on here send me a little note saying we want lovey on the air (laughs) so i hope he'll join us at one point or another if you want to join us please send me a note in the dms because i'd love to learn some people's stories everyone's different i'm a reader i love to read i love to ramble and you, if you join this podcast, you can ramble with me. If you like to join us, let me know. Alright, so back to the books I was saying. My top five books. Obviously number one is Harry Potter. Actually, just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't really have a top, top favorite book. So these are books are just random order. But you're probably thinking, oh, Harry Potter surely is at the top. It's up there. Trust me. So it's one of the books. Out of the Dust by Karen Hess is a really good book, too. Again, I will talk about each and one of these books individually, and I will talk to you about each one and why I love it and my favorite characters. If you want spoilers, I'm sorry, I'm not going to give you those. But some of these books have been out for a long time, so it's easy to find some spoilers. So, But I will not give you those at all. I'll just talk about the plot and some of my favorite books and why I love them. Um, so we've talked about Harry Potter, Out of the Dust, Percy Jackin excuse me <laughs> Percy Jackson I love by Rick Riordan. I know, and if I mispronounce his name I'm sorry Uncle Rick, I can't help it <laughs> I'm just horrible at pronouncing names as people have come to find out with me if you ever come on my podcast and I mispronounce your name at first please correct me, I'm not going to be offended and if you are, I am so sorry also, if I accidentally assume pronouns wrong please let me know in the nicest way be kind to everybody in the comments even if you don't know them be kind like always one of my favorite youtubers um named mama Doctor jones who's fantastic by the way you should definitely check her out she's great she does a lot of lady conversations that a lot of people wouldn't be talking about in other news if you're a guy you can still learn a lot she talks about sex too it's really cool anyway back to the story <laughs> back to the books and the pronouns i myself am a cisgender female I consider myself straight. I definitely have like, always been that way. (laughs) I have family who are not. That is completely fine with me. I accept people for who they are, whatever they are. (laughs) So even if my cousin one day said, hey, I'm a furry, non-gender animal. I'd be like, okay, (laughs) tell me about it. So if you're a furry, you're a non-binary, you're Discovering who you are, you don't really know your gender or your sexuality. That's completely fine. And this podcast may address that those issues. If you'd like to know about it, I'd love to know. If you want to talk to me about it and talk through it with me, that's fine too. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm pretty open-minded and I love learning new things and learning new languages. So if you speak another language and you want to talk about it, or even talk in that language on this podcast, okay, <laughs> just know if it's in a language I don't understand, you're going to have to talk about stuff that I that you can give me context for. If you, It's kind of like a soapbox in some ways. But anyway, back to the books. So we talked about, so we're almost done, one more book, and you're probably going, like, okay, she's wasted a lot of time talking about all sorts of crazy things, and, well, this is my first episode recording. So forgive me if it seems a little scatterbrained, but we're just focusing on books today. We're not going to go all over the place, I promise. But my last book on this list is The Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis. Yeah, as you can tell a little bit about me, I really love fantasy, I love young adult fiction, and I love adventure novels. I do love history. Historical fiction is really not my thing. <laughs> But there's one historical fiction on that in this book, and that's the Out of the Dust. Oh, I almost forgot. My dad would give me a lot of grief about this. I love the Blood Bloody Jack series, and no, it is not about blood and like disgusting gore and grimy. No, <laughs> but again, I will get to that when I talk about those books in particular. But it's not. None of my books are super gory and super disgusting. I promise they're really good. Okay, ready? Well, the first book that I'm going to start off with is the obvious is Harry Potter. Harry Potter is a series about a boy examining the magical world and fighting against evil. And the main villain, of course, is Lord Voldemort. J.K. Rowling wrote this novel in the early 90s. It was great. I didn't read them until much later. I watched the movies first. I know. Le gasp. How dare I? I know. I'm sorry. But I read the books, I like the books better Even though I read watched the movies I still see The movies are great for their own way Yes, there's some In right, like the wrong things They forgot But the books are really good So if you've watched the movies And you're like, okay, I don't know what to read Try the books Even if you don't like to read, try an audiobook Again, this podcast is open-minded If you like to read audiobooks listen to them as you're doing your daily exercise yoga whatever you want to do you do you okay (laughs) because your girl loves all sorts of media she loves podcasts obviously she's doing one she loves to read hardback paperback ebooks i'm just i just like to read it doesn't really matter what kind of format and so there's no judgment whatsoever um my favorite characters (laughs) let's see my favorite characters in Harry Potter—you're probably like she should know this by now. She's talked, to she's a Ravenclaw. She's read so many. I've read the books several times now. I've read them three times over the years. The favorite characters have changed quite a bit. My favorite characters go as follows: McGonagall, Minerva Ma- McGonagall. I love the fact that her name is Minerva, and I'll talk about why when I talk about Percy Jackson. I also love Hermione. I know. Uh, girl who loves three Loves the character who likes to read And be really smart Well Hermione is a pretty badass character Excuse my language Again I'm not gonna say a lot of cuss words If my guests say I'm sorry <laughs> Again I will put in a little Explicit Little dote On that Before you start the episode Most of these podcasts Should be family friendly But if they're not I will let you know ahead of time Okay? <laughs> okay So I love Hermione I love Minerva McGonagall And my last favorite character of course, is Tonks. She is really cool. She's a great Hufflepuff. She is, like, little Perseverance. She has a baby with and then leaves her baby alone, which is horrible, I know, to think about a baby all alone, but she was fighting for his freedom, which I think is really admirable. Minerva McGonagall? She was holding down the fort. Like, Dumbledore left her a lot of the time, and she was able to handle her own. So, and then Hermione is just, she's pretty much carried those two boys since book one. She helped save them. Yes, she had trouble with the troll. But after that, she pretty much helped Harry get through a lot of sticky situations. So, girl power. I do love Ron Weasley. Don't worry. I do love the Ron Ron. He's great. <laughs> but I do love a strong female characters, as you'll find out as these go. Okay? Book number two on my list is going to be, again, these are not quite in order. Number two is Percy Jackson and the Olympians. I love this series, and I love how there's a bunch of books after the series is over. Rick Wardian made a whole universe. There's so many books, so if you're really into books that continue on and connect to each other throughout, over and over and over, well, I highly recommend Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yes, start with them, which is Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Start with them first, and then go to the next books, which are the Roman ones, in my belief. you can. After this, it's kind of debatable when you should read next. I like to read the Greek, Roman, and then the Egyptians, and then the Norse ones, and so on. But again, I have not read The Trials of Apollo. I know, I know, it's just on my book. I have not finished the Norse ones yet either, I just I try to read other things just to give myself a palate cleanser every now and then so give me a little grief okay okay so Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief he is chasing down somebody he is looking for the lightning bolt of Zeus it, this character is like 12 he's hanging out with a girl named Annabeth Chase and a satyr named Grover And they're pretty much fighting against gods, and like crazy amount of mythical creatures are referenced in here. Like it's kind of scary how many references. If you like Greek mythology, or if you have no idea and you want to get into it, this book series is good spring point. I really like them because I'm a history lover, I really do. And also my and it's a great series. And also Percy Jackson has a very sarcastic wit. He is so snarky, yes, that's my term, I like to call it snarky, sarcasm, sneaky, snarky. (laughs) So if I say snarky, if I describe something as snarky, that's a positive connotation. That is not a negative one, but so he's hunting down the lightning bolt of Zeus. He can't find it and he's being blamed for taking it and he can't find it. It's kind of not fair because he's only like 12 or 13 at this point, like what? Yeah there is a movie. Don't recommend watching the movie. I'm sorry. I watched it. It's absolutely horrible. And no, it was not because I watched the movie first and the book second. No. I watched the movie first. I did. But I was like, it's still really bad. Like, I love the characters in it. The actors are not terrible people. I just did not like it. So sorry. (laughs) But if you like it, that's fine. It's your opinion. Again, I don't push my beliefs on anybody so please don't think i'm pushing it on you okay some of my favorite characters in the percy jackson series i definitely love annabeth chase she is a really awesome female character she pretty much handles everything she's been on the run or like been at camp half blood which is where this book takes place since she was seven years old people I know that was really loud but seven years old can you imagine not living at home for seven years like yeah, seven years old what <laughs> it's super sad I know but some of my other favorite characters come in the later books I love Hazel she's fantastic she is adorable like she's 13 and she comes back from the dead and she's learns a bunch of things that a lot of people don't expect she's pretty cool I also enjoy coach hedge cupcake Let's go. I love him. He is hilarious. But I mean, I also love Athena or Minerva, because yes, that's the Roman equivalent. That's not a spoiler. It's just the Greek and Roman gods kind of are intermingled in the next in the second series, which is the Heroes of Olympia. So just forgive me if I mispronounced that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it might not be called the Heroes of Olympia. Oh, it's Heroes of Olympus. That's what it's called. My bad. Again, I get. Tongue tied and when I'm nervous and I talk a little fast. So if I talk too fast, I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk as naturally and as calmly as I can. Okay? So give me a break, okay? So, why like the past two books the why I love them is the strong female characters are really great, but I also love the stories of like trial and error and like some things love is complicated and trying to figure out what you do you want to do Like, how to deal with family and, like, the importance of, like, just love and friendship. It's great. I love it. So, the next book I'm going to talk about is Bloody Jack. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It sounds absolutely disgusting. No, it is not about Jack the Ripper. I promise it's not. (laughs) It's actually about a girl pirate. What? Yeah, so I have two books that are historical fictions, now that you think about it. Bloody Jack is great. It's about a girl who ends up home... who's living on the streets of London by herself. Her leader of her gang of kids. Yeah, she was in a gang. Don't worry, it doesn't talk... it does get bloody and gross at times, because she does kill a man. Oops! Spoiler! That's why she's called Bloody Jack. Wait, why is she called... like, her name... It's a girl, but she goes by Jack. Well, she gets a bo- sneaks on aboard of the HMS Dolphin. She becomes Jack because she changes her name from Mary yeah they don't call her bloody Mary thank God because <laughs> that would be super awkward but she kid sneaks on a ship she bonds with the boys on the ship she becomes a little ships boy it's really cute she falls in love with one of them but then she exposes herself as a girl to everybody on board by accident <laughs> over time like but they don't kick her off they don't kill her they just let her go they, she stays on the board. She In the next in the second book, she goes and goes to a girl's school. And it's like a very interesting story. It takes place in the early parts before America becomes a country. She is British. She is really a badass female. Again, I'm sorry if I keep saying badass. I can't help it. If you don't like that word, fast forward or just mute and then re-mute, unmute. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Alright, so the my favorite characters. I love Jamie. I love Jack or Mary. I also love Gibbs. Gibbs is a great character. He's a good father figure for her. I really enjoy their relationship. It's really endearing, especially since my dad and I both love the series. He and I collected the books. I have all 13. Yes, there's 13 books. So it's kind of crazy how many books are in this series. All right. So we're going to go to the next series. Are you ready? All right. The next books I like to talk about are the Chronicles of Narnia. Yes, the Chronicles of Narnia have been out for a long time, and there's each book has a different series, has a different characters to focus on. I personally love all of them. I really enjoy the the Voyage of the Dawn Treader a lot because <laughs> it's a very traveling book. You can read these kind of a weird order. C. S. Lewis published them really strange order. I don't know the exact, so I'm not even going to try to put them in the right order. But I enjoy them. The characters I really enjoy, though, are Susan, I like Lucy, and I like Augustus. Can I say his name? Augustus. Eustace. Sorry, I knew it was Eustace. My bad, I had to look at my notes. But I really enjoy the characters' growth and all of it. Lucy is adorable and she truly becomes a more strong character as the series progress I also like how she's open hearted and she loves everyone she does have reserves and she does get she acts like a normal girl for crying out loud <laughs> and I love Aslan because yes he's a Christ figure I know if you're I'm I'm a Christian but I'm not going to push those beliefs on you so don't think I'm going for a second that I'm like going to go oh Jesus is the answer I, that's up to you That's not me, okay? Okay. The last book I'm going to talk about today is Out of the Dust by Karen Hess. Why a book called Out of the Dust? I have all these amazing fantasy novels, all these random, like, badass females. Why would I pick Out of the Dust? Well, the reason I love Out of the Dust so much is because I struggle to read, like I mentioned before. This book was the first book I ever loved. Yeah. That I can remember vividly. I know. It sounds crazy. I know. I know it does. But this book is really special to me. It's by Karen Hess. Like I said, the character's name is Billy Jo Kelby. It is a girl. (laughs) She's actually sometimes on the cover. She lives in the 1930s during the Dust Bowl. This book covers a lot of heavy themes like family, love, forgiveness, and overcoming adversity. It's written in verse, so it's not a very hard read. It's just a beautiful she writes beautiful poetry. Like, oh my gosh. You'll read this book and you're going to say like this poetry is beautiful. Yes, it's gorgeous. And I don't ever want to think make you think I am the chipper person all the time. I have had struggles I've definitely struggled with a lot of mental health issues, I know. (laughs) Go to therapy. Self-help is not a bad thing. I love reading self-help books. I will definitely recommend some of my favorites in the later episodes. I won't talk about too heavy topics, but this book does cover a lot of heavy, dark themes, such as Millie Jo accidentally kills her own mother. You're probably thinking, whoa! whoa (laughs) what do you mean she kills her own mother and you're okay with that well she accidentally does it because she was trying her mother's apron caught on fire she was pregnant at the time with her brother her mother was pregnant sorry i should mention she was pregnant with her little brother and she was caught on fire because she accidentally leaned over the kerosene stove and her apron caught on fire billy joe thinking oh i'll save mama ma as she calls her ma um with water and I'll throw water on her the water wasn't water, unfortunately it wasn't, and this is not a spoiler, but it does get mentioned in the book it kind of doesn't start at first because you think, oh this is about a family, cute she accidentally throws kerosene on her mother and kills her mother because the burns kill her really badly kills the baby and she blames her, then Billy Joe ends up just, uh, just feeling awful about it She blames herself, she blames her father, who she calls Pa. It's a really depressing book at the beginning and during it. She also burns her hands, which she loves to play piano. And she enjoys playing for her family. But since it's the Great Depression, it's hard to get her access to piano because they had to sell it. So uh, just the book is really depressing at the beginning, but I promise it gets so much better. It's like, it's not as depressing as it was before. I promise it ends on a happy note and you can just it just makes you feel warm inside that it gets better and the poetry is gorgeous I really wish I had a copy of the book in front of me right now unfortunately I don't or I'd read you a favorite quote from it but I just the character if I had to pick a favorite character is Billy Joe Kelby I love her to death she is comes overcomes a lot of things she is so precious <laughs> She is a young girl dealing with hormones. She's like 12 or 13. She's overcoming a lot. She's dealing with the loss of her mother. Dealing with the Great Depression in the Dust Bowl area of the country. Which the farmland is pretty much gone. She's dealing with crazy amounts of dust blowing around. Getting in her food, her mouth. It's just, it's crazy. But it ends on a happy note. She's hopeful for the future at the end. And she's, it definitely is worth reading. If you've never been interested in The Dust Bowl and you don't like it, or if you are I highly recommend it. It's beautiful verse poetry throughout the book and I really recommend everyone read it at least once and it's the reason why it's a Newbery Prize winner. (laughs) It deserves it and it's been out a long time, but I didn't read it until like 2005. So I really recommend it. I fell in love with history with it. I also fell in love with history when I was in 6th grade. I'll get to that in a different episode of why I love history so much. It's a little bit of a crazy story, but I definitely love it. And um, thanks for joining me as I ramble today about a bunch of young adult fiction. It's been great. (laughs) It's got a lot of things, me thinking about a lot of things. Uh, My question for you are, what is your favorite books? Any of them can be. It can be a recent read. It can be an old read from your childhood. It can be anything or a recent one I don't care the genre this different authors I'd love to know it it can be any book it can be a simple picture book if you're like a cat and hat fan great (laughs) I'd love to read know about that send me like send me some recommendations too if you have any things that are like those books I mentioned before um also if you have any other topics you want me to cover let me know see you guys next time